welcome to Dental Appointment, a podcast by two dental students aiming to give you an insight into the world of dentistry. We will be discussing all things dental related, from dental applications to life as a dental student. We will also provide you with an insight into our own experiences, as well as talking to other members of the profession about a range of different topics to get their views and learn about the different opportunities after dental school. My name is Ryan. And I'm Becky. And this is Dental Appointment. Welcome back. In today's episode, Ryan and I will be discussing reflection. You're probably thinking, why? Why are we going to do this? Well, reflection is a very important skill to have through all aspects of your life. um, And it's also really crucial to demonstrate this in your dental school applications. Dental schools want to see that you can reflect and this is demonstrated through your personal statements and interview answers as well. So to give you an overview of what we plan to do in this episode, we are going to cover what reflection is to start off with, why it's important. So we'll do this by focusing on how reflection can be applied to different areas of your life, how to reflect, and also we'll discuss some of our own experiences just to help highlight reflection and practice. So to kick it off then, um, reflection is consciously looking at and thinking about an experience that you've had the actions that you took in that situation the feelings that you had um, at that time and responses as well and then you're interpreting these or analyzing them in order to learn something from that situation so becky's talked about what reflection actually is but why do we want to do reflection and why is that important and the simple answer is without reflection we wouldn't learn anything about what we've experienced. So you take more from an experience than just something happened. You dive deeper into that experience and start to think about it in a different way. And the more you do it, the more it becomes an instinct. So you start saying things like on reflection or I learned this about this particular experience. So it's important to analyze what went well as well as the things that didn't go as well. And I think as humans, and speaking for myself, I always think about the bad things when actually there are many good things as well. And all of that forms the basis of your reflection. So reflection is a skill that will help you in all aspects of your life. So for example, at school, you could use reflection to identify areas or subjects that you may need to focus more on while you're studying or during a job interview the interviewer might ask you questions where you will need to base your answers on reflection and as well when you're at work reflection forms a basis of appraisals so when you get a review at work you'll need to reflect on how you've worked over a set period of time what went well what didn't go well what you've learned and make an action plan to go forward and I think overall basically when you think about it it's not just a skill that will help you in terms of dentistry but it's a skill that will help you in all avenues of life as well. To follow on from Ryan there and to highlight that it's a skill that you can use throughout all aspects of your life and it is something that you know will benefit you in your development throughout your throughout your life as well and but to focus on dentistry just now as you guys are going to be going through your application process and you're wanting to know you know what the best what the best thing is to do and 
really to write an excellent personal statement for dental school as we mentioned earlier uh, reflection must be used and it's all about thinking about your experiences what you've learned from them what you've identified in yourself and demonstrating why you will make a great dental student and a dentist thereafter it's uh, something that is advised by the dental school council the dental schools want to see that you can identify these skills and the attributes required to be a, a great dentist or a, a great dental professional so therefore you have a real insight into the profession the good the bad and the ugly as well so to gain this insight it's important to undertake observational or alternative experiences that give you that insight into the profession so you can do things like work experience in a dentist that's traditional although nowadays that's quite difficult with covid and the restrictions that are in place so the Dental Schools Council have came out with guidance on alternative ways that you can gain an insight into dentistry, such as reading into the subject or speaking with dental professionals over the phone and even things like listening to the podcast here. Anything that gives you a realistic insight into what dentistry or dental school is like gives you that insight. So it's then important to demonstrate these skills and attributes in yourself it's one thing to identify the skills that are important to be successful as a dentist in your application, but the other thing and where reflection comes in is how you're able to think back on your own experiences and show the dental schools how you have those skills or attributes yourself. And that is demonstrated through writing about your personal experiences and what you've learned and all the skills and attributes that you identified from those experiences. And that's all done through reflection. So to follow on from that, it might be a good idea to set yourself like a task maybe to sort of write down some skills and attributes that you can think of that makes an excellent dentist or a dental professional and then do something similar for yourself in regards to what you have demonstrated or what you think, what skills you have and what attributes you have. And then naturally you'll see the link between the two lists. And by reflecting on those experiences that you, you write down and those skills that you've identified, you show dental schools that you have those attributes. So as opposed to writing statements like, I am good at communication, you explain that you have observed that this is required to be a good dentist and why that's required. And then you've went that one step further to say that you have demonstrated this skill in a particular experience and linking this back to dentistry and why this is going to make you an excellent dentist. It does sound simple when we put it in those terms, but it can be difficult to begin with. So don't beat yourself up if you're trying to go through reflections and they're maybe not going great to start off with. As with anything, the more practice that you do, the better you will get at reflecting. And like Becky said earlier, thinking about these reflections and writing down lists of skills and experiences will help you to do that and even another way um if you if you're not sort of a fan of writing things down you can record yourself or even film yourself like video and that will really help you when it comes to interviews as well you can go back and listen over to these um listen over these so when you're actually answering interview questions so for example i think myself and ryan have had a very similar one 
of how you've dealt with failure Mm -hmm. so if you've recorded something or written down something um you've got that fresh in your mind and you're ready there with an appropriate answer and able to answer that effectively and the dental school will know that you're able to reflect and think back about how you've demonstrated that previously so that is why reflection is important in the context of your dental application in terms of writing personal statements and formulating answers at interviews and in dentistry in general reflection continues to be an important part of your practice so the gdc implemented enhanced cpd known as ecpd in 2018 and becky you're gdc registered already so could you explain a little bit more about what ecpd is and what that entails and encourages in terms of reflection so yeah like ryan said gdc implemented enhanced cpd which is referred to as ecpd in 2018 so they sort of mixed it up and changed it up a bit just to encourage reflective practice so This requires somebody to complete a personal development plan, and this is referred to as a PDP, which dental schools are now adapting. And I think VT and um, like foundation years and things are adapting this too. And this incorporates, basically you write down what you want to do in your cycle. So as a registered member of the GDC, you have a five-year cycle, no matter what role you're playing. And you write a PDP for this five-year cycle and you write down what it is you want to achieve and why you want to do this and how it's going to help your practice. Um, And then alongside this, you have an activity log which you complete to sort of demonstrate that you are completing what you've set yourself um, up to do for the next five years. And the questions on the example of the activity log the GDC have put on their website um, there's some questions there and it's things like what did you learn or confirm that will help or be relevant to your daily work um, with patients um, did you identify any changes or updates needed in your daily work and if so what and how did you make these changes if no changes were identified, what did this activity confirm for you and um, that you may already be doing in your daily work? Um, and what is the benefit to your work and or your patients in carrying out this this activity? So as you can see, it's very much you're you're encouraged to reflect on what you've taken part in, what you've learned or what it's confirmed. And it's to sort of develop you into an all like a well-rounded practitioner. Yeah, and I think it's really important for dentists to reflect on their practice because if you don't, and this goes for anything, if you don't stop and think about your experiences and what's happened, then you you will miss that learning opportunity and you won't be able to develop anymore because you'll just keep plodding along on the same way that you're doing things and you won't actually take those steps to change anything about your practice. Yeah, definitely. And I think um, like we're we're at dental school to be trained as a dentist and to learn, you know, evidence based dentistry. But when we go out to work, we're you know, we are still learning every single day. The learning doesn't stop. And I think that's what this enhanced CPD encourages and enforces as well, um, which I think is a really important thing, actually. As you say there, Becky, ECPD, which is implemented by the GDC is important for continued learning throughout your profession 
but the GDC also regulate the profession in terms of dental schools also that deliver the courses. And to our knowledge, they're encouraging this to be part of the training also. So to identify from our experiences, we need to complete reflective pieces as assignments. And these are similar to essays at school. And I suppose it also allows us to reflect as part of a practical session. And during those practical sessions, we use software where we can give feedback on what we've done well, what we've maybe not done as great, and how we plan on improving in the future. So reflection is built into our dental curriculum from early on in our dental careers. And it does form a big part of your development through dental school, being able to identify the areas where you're maybe not doing as well and being able to learn what steps you need to put in place to get yourself up to speed of where you need to be. So, yeah, just to follow on from Ryan there, um, talking about reflection in dental school, um, those of you that have listened to a couple of the episodes, you probably know that I did oral health sciences um, before doing dentistry. So it means that I'm a dental therapist already. But as part of that degree in my final year, 5% of my final degree was a reflective piece. And what we needed to complete were reflective accounts for every single clinical session that we had. So um, from what I can remember, I was in clinics um, like four times a week. So for each session, so a morning session or an afternoon session, you would complete a reflective um, writing piece, just a couple of sentences. And then at the end of the week, you would then pick one and do the full sort of Gibbs cycle that we'll talk about later. And from that, you then sort of incorporate that into your into the final assessment in final year. And it just it just demonstrates that that's how important reflection is. It's something that was needed to be completed every single clinical session and you would sit there with your tutor and speak about exact you know get some feedback what went really well maybe what didn't go so well what to improve on next time and then you would have that same tutor coming back um onto the clinic next time and you'll sort of discuss right okay you're going to try that this time and we'll see how you get on and you know that's how you develop and you know it's for me actually had the having that training in those three years as a dental therapist it's it's become natural for me to sort of think reflectively about everything I do I'm like oh on reflection this is what I could do differently or um so it does become instinctive and I think going back to to dental school now Becky we can see elements of that being incorporated in our course we said about feedback at the end of practical sessions but we both have had recent exams where there has been a reflection component and it allows you to give an insight into what went well and what didn't go so well. And that demonstration of reflection and being a reflective practitioner allows you to identify where you need to improve. And it also allows the uni to know that you're kind of self-aware and you recognize your limits almost and what you need to do to improve in the future. Mm-hmm. So I think there there's huge benefits to, to reflecting in dental school and outside in dentistry as, as well. Yeah, definitely. And even like the session we had today and for like communication skills, we were encouraged to give each other feedback mm-hmm. and 
you know part of feedback is asking the person how they think something went Mm -hmm. so again you're applying reflective practice in that situation Mm -hmm. so yeah it is it is really encouraged in dental schools so to summarize so far we have discussed what reflection is and so it's a more active component of thinking to allow and to facilitate learning why it's important so to learn something and to be aware and now we're going to explain how to reflect so if you search for reflection you'll find that there is a load of reflection cycles that you can use with a common one as becky mentioned earlier being the gibbs cycle but under all of these cycles they all follow similar principles of describing what happened throughout an experience what you thought about that experience and how you felt the good things so what went well the bad things what didn't go as well why certain actions were made and you done things the way that you did and then thinking about to the future what could be done differently so another example of a cycle is the Borton cycle and that breaks it down into three kind of simple questions So you're talking about the what, so thinking what was I thinking when I took these actions or made the decision and kind of what happened. The so what, so your feelings, so how did I feel at the time and after the experience and why that is important. And the now what, which is looking forward into your action plan and what can I learn or do differently next time. And some of these cycles will work better for some than others. So it's all about researching and trying them out for yourselves. But as we said, once you think in a reflective way, it becomes natural and it becomes instinctive. So you can kind of go a bit rogue away from the cycles, if you like, once you have those principles in your mind and reflect on things as you're doing them without even realizing that you're doing it. Because reflection fundamentally is just actively thinking about a situation or an experience that's happened so you don't necessarily need to follow a big huge model once you're comfortable with doing it to allow you to reflect on experiences but when you're starting off it is good to get your brain thinking in a certain way by researching these different models and finding what works for you to reflect yeah definitely and you've you guys have the time to do that right now so utilize that and um once you're actually at dental school and for your career and life thereafter like you yeah it'll make it so much easier for you following these cycles it's sort of facilitating the process of reflection and you know going through this process is great and you've applied reflective practice however it's what you do after that it's what you've recognized and how you implement that going forward is the important thing and sometimes that's what dental schools want to see as well um so again going back to um the interview question that we were asked at a university interview about um how how did you overcome failure for instance and the interviewer sort of kept probing what changes did you make and how did you implement these changes and you know how different was your approach and it's it sort of highlights that it's not just reflection you know identifying something but it's how you act upon what you've identified as well as um, an important thing to take away from this as well yeah exactly becky it is about what you've learned from experiences and i think 
people can find it difficult sometimes to relate their own personal experiences to dentistry because there's not a direct link there. So in terms of, for example, skydiving and dentistry, there may be things that don't necessarily correlate together very closely. But when you're reflecting on those experiences that you've had while skydiving, there might be skills or attributes that you've had to rely on and anything that you've learned from those experiences are the things that relate to dentistry. So in terms of skills, you may have had to rely on teamwork or alternative nonverbal communication, and those things can relate to dentistry as well. So it's not necessarily about the experience itself. It's kind of the skills and what you've learned that are the important things, as you say. Yeah, that's a really good example, actually. Like, totally something like random is extreme, as like skydiving and the skills that you can actually take from that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's a really good thing to highlight to you guys that are listening. Like, it could be anything, anything that you do in your life, you you can recognize something from that situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, that's you sort of applying reflection. And I think to sort of just summarize this section it's you know you've got your personal statement to write and that has a word count associated with it and then you'll have your interviews and these have time constraints so whether it will be an MMI which is a multi-mini interview so that's the stations that you go around and they tend to be about I think it's like five to seven minutes long at each station um or you know the panel and you'll be allocated like a half an hour session or um, however long it is for that university and you you need to use that time and that word count um, which are both quite restricting to demonstrate why you are the perfect candidate to be a dentist why you're going to make a great dental student and you can demonstrate this more effectively through reflecting um, reflection will allow you to demonstrate you have all these skills and these attributes in more in, in like a more of a um, concise way and it will flow really nicely in your personal statement it'll flow when you're speaking about it um to the interviewers as well and I think that's probably just you know a massive tip from us to highlight that to you guys and um, if you don't take anything else away from this it's to sort of demonstrate how important it is in your application yeah so I agree with you there Becky And just to summarise that section, we've discussed now how to reflect and the importance of following a model as you start to think about reflection. However, as we've said, this will become almost natural. And we're now going to give some examples from our personal experiences and how the things that we've learned from those experiences tie into dentistry somehow. So Becky, do you want to maybe talk about one of your past experiences? Yeah, sure. So just to sort of describe um, the background, I was working as a waitress alongside um, school. So when I was back doing my hires at school and there is a specific um, day that I remember and I was the only waitress on, they weren't expecting it to be that busy. Um, to sort of put it into context I'm from a small place um, in Dumfries and Galloway so it's not usually that busy so I was the only waitress on that day um, so we're only really expecting a couple of tables to come in and through that evening about 50 tables came in 
and it was pretty crazy looking back on it um I was running here there and everywhere taking orders relaying this back to the chefs in the kitchen making sure every table were happy with their service and they were getting their drinks and um they weren't waiting too long um you know things like that and just making sure that I was following you know the policies and things that were implemented in the um, restaurant I was working in as well like I was saying I was feeling I did feel a bit overwhelmed um I kind of went into autopilot almost in that situation I just kind of got on with my job and yeah sort of demonstrated teamwork you know relaying with the chefs in the kitchen making sure that they knew exactly what was going on outside and um again with the customers making sure if there was a delay in their food letting them know communication active listening with the customers too if they had any dietary requirements um, and again conveying that to the um, chefs in the kitchen organization so making sure that everybody had a table and um, it was actually it was a and b um, attached to the restaurant so I had to make sure that though the guests that were staying were um sort of looked after as well so I had to make sure I was like okay well they'll like to sit here so um, I can't put the people that are walking and sitting here and it's just thinking ahead really and I think it demonstrates that um, working under pressure that was quite you know that is quite a lot for one person to do Um, thinking back on it at the time I know myself I'm quite bad at knowing my own limits um, and it's something that I have um, sort of reflected on and identified that it is something that I do need to work on but in that situation this um, example this experience does demonstrate that very well Um, I didn't ask for help at all during the whole time and then I think looking back on it and thinking about it soon after as well I did think yeah I should have asked for help and I I should have asked my manager they were there they were happy to help me but um, I just sort of got on with it but I think just to sort of going forward I recognized that was something that I need to work on and I sort of make an active effort um, to make sure that I don't put myself in that situation that overwhelming situation again um, because I didn't ask for help um, or know my own limits really but from that you can sort of demonstrate like teamwork again organization working under pressure and knowing own limits and transferring that to dentistry um you're working in a team every single day you you have your dental nurse um if you're a practitioner you have your dental nurse um you you need to be organized with your time your time management as well and you need to know your own limits in respect to if a patient comes in and um, there's something that's maybe out of your competency or your skill set you know when you need to know when to refer and to have that reassurance in yourself you need to be able to reassure yourself yes no I need I need to refer this patient right now you know in the best interest of the patient so I think that sort of is maybe a good experience um example even from something like working um a part-time job alongside school how you can transfer that over to um dentistry really yeah i think that's a really good example becky and i think it highlights there the importance of reflection because if you hadn't thought about that experience and what you learned from that in terms of knowing your own limits and how you felt about working under pressure and asking for help you wouldn't have changed or made any steps to try and change that in the future that would that's ultimately helping you now at dental school because you would never have actually identified that that was something that you needed to work on yeah exactly and there 
you know that that example I just gave there I could I could make it a lot more coherent um I was sort of just speaking in conversation there but the more you reflect you'll sort of have your way of thinking through a situation and identifying um what happened what you were feeling the actions that you made and there was I was speaking quite a lot um about different things that happened in that situation and sometimes it's it's not all about uh quantity it's about quality so just sort of holding in on one single thing is sometimes better than just you know speaking about so much and I think that's probably you know that's me reflecting on what I've just said to you Ryan um about that example so yeah that's probably what I would do differently (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly so um yeah that's an example from my um past experiences and Ryan do you have anything that you'd like to share with us yeah, so similar to you, Becky, alongside school, I worked in a department store and that's where my experience I'm going to talk about came from. So one day we had a, a customer come in and they were chatting away to me. I was helping them out with with what they were needing help out with. Um, and I was listening to the customer and paying attention to them. And it wasn't until the next day that our management team came down and spoke to me because they knew I'd spoken to this customer before. And the customer had actually came back into store and and, and collapsed in the store. So it was a, an emergency situation. And I was asked a lot of questions about what kind of um, the customer spoke to me about and just ways in which we could try and identify who that customer was, where she was kind of living and things like that just so that they knew a bit more about that customer and it was under that um, situation that I learned the importance looking back on it afterwards about listening to people and giving people that you come into contact with that time to just talk to you and really take in what they're saying and it turned out that this customer had actually discharged himself from hospital, um, which was different to the story that they told me the day previous and that they were actually um, suffering from quite a serious urine infection um, where confusion is quite a big symptom of it. And I managed to learn that firsthand from that experience. And it's um, this confusion can often be confused with dementia so looking back on that experience, like I say, I identified that listening was very important and also working under pressure in that situation um, to recall that information and to help solve the problem with the management team to identify that customer and to put into place a plan of action of what we were going to do are all things that can be transferred into dentistry in terms of listening to your patients and working well under pressure because dentistry is quite a high-paced environment and you are problem-solving quite a lot under pressure sometimes. So going forward from that situation, I kind of thought to myself that I wanted to apply the same principles of listening to all the patients that I come into contact with and it's something that I I want to continue to do in my own practice is to actively listen to the to to all my patients. So yeah, I think again reflecting on that situation taught me the importance of that skill. 
and then thinking about it now in terms of a dentistry context how what I've learned from that situation can be applied to my own practice now yeah I think that's a great example and it really shows that you having actively listened to that customer uh, the day before saved a lot of sort of questioning on that day because you'd had that insight and you'd remembered you'd obviously maybe been thinking about it as well like that thinking oh that that customer was a bit confused that day yeah I think that's the thing you during that situation it was almost having to reflect on the spot back to kind of how that customer was at that time when they came in the day previously the information that they they, they told me that then and kind of what I learned from them at that time to relay that the next again day when this emergency situation came up mm-hmm. so without even actually meaning to yeah you kind of forced to reflect then as well so there's sort of two examples for you guys both very very different and although the skills that we identified were you know some could be quite similar and this can be so this can transfer and translate into your personal statements for instance so each personal statement yours and compared to your friends may be well they're going to be completely different you have different experiences the way you reflect will be completely different what you take from um, an experience will be completely different and again the interviews as well everybody has unique answers and um you know myself and ryan were going through the process of um applying for dental school at the same time and if ryan was at a station before me and i would then go to that station after him our answers would be completely different it's a different approach you've got different experiences you've got different way of thinking about things and that's what makes you unique and you know you know we're human so we can't be perfect all the time but this is where reflection comes in and sort of allows you to identify what you're good at and what you're maybe not so good at and it allows you to put action plans in place to um sort of make you better in the areas that you could improve on and I think that sort of ties off and summarizes everything that we've spoken about in this episode today yeah I think that's a great way to put it Becky and as you say if everybody had the same experiences and reflected on them in the exact same way, then dental schools would be bored because they'd receive hundreds of applications with personal statements and interview question answers that are the exact same. Mm -hmm. And like you say, that's what makes it personal to you. And even within that, you could ask two people to reflect on the exact same experience Mm -hmm. and end up with two different reflections. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's the beauty of it, to be honest, but also highlights why it's so important. So this has been quite an informative episode on reflection, and we hope that you've picked up some tips on how to apply reflection to your daily lives and why it's important to develop your reflection skills when thinking about applying to dental school in your application and in your career thereafter. And you may wish to take on some of the tips and the strategies that Becky and I have talked about in this episode and research into all the different strategies that are out there to kind of kickstart your own reflections and help you to prepare your application for dental school. We are really enjoying making these episodes and we hope you have found them interesting and learned a little more about dentistry. 
and you can follow us on Instagram at dental underscore appointment to keep up to date with us. Until our next episode. Bye. Bye.